The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fix It Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. Actually, one of several CBS Sports NFL Podcasts. We also have an NFL Draft Podcast with the first pick. Check that out. Ryan Wilson, the host of that, joining me for this show as well, along with John Breach, and of course, the one, the only, the power ranking Poobah himself, Pete Prisco. Would that be me? Yeah. Is that what you told me? Uh, Actually, look, full disclosure, Harry has been doing a great job coming up with new alliterative nicknames for you. Peas, Pete Prisco, Poobah, Poobah Pete. What's up, man? How you doing? Poo-poo platter of power rankings. Wow. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, boy. Is that, do you like poo-poo platter? Because I, 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 I'm a huge poo-poo shot. platter fan. <laughs> Who doesn't love a poo-poo platter? Poo-poo platter. I, I couldn't tell you what's on a poo-poo platter. Wontons. All the best stuff. Crab rangoons, dumplings, egg rolls. Yeah. Oh, for four. <laughs> in terms the of what's on a poo-poo platter? I think, I think a poo-poo platter is technically like a, um, just a phrase where like you could put like, so like a, a, any appetizer sampler would technically be a poo-poo platter, right? Yeah. Well, the poo-poo platter is what comes out of your mouth every time we do this podcast. That's a poo-poo platter. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's throwing fastballs today. Yeah, Pete's bringing the heat. Oh, did you double your dose of Ozempic? What's going on? No, no. <laughs> the poo-poo right. platter podcast brought to you by. All right, brought to you by the Poo Poo Platter. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button and make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on any of the various podcast platforms, make sure and give us a five-star review. Go back one of the feed. Katie Mox, Emory Hunt, and Prop Stars, Alex Selznick, looked at the early odds for week 11. Make sure not to put a cash down before you listen to that show. Excellent content as always. Uh, today, we're going to run through Pete's week 11 power rankings, try and figure out some paths to the playoffs, and then blind rank NFL fan traditions. But first, the Buffalo Bills lost at home to the Denver Broncos 
last night on a redo field goal in honor of doing better the second time. Let's talk about the best movie remakes of all time. Weirdly, we only got one shot at this. We only get one shot at this. Excuse me. No do-overs. Pete, what are your favorite movie redos? I'll do one while you're thinking about it, Pete. I was thinking, we were talking about this last night. True Grit. Like, True Grit came out, I think, in the 60s with John Wayne, and they redid it with... Uh, no, you can't remake True True Grit. was a great movie, the original. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I never saw it, but the, the second one I loved. It was so good. And in fact, yeah. the tie-in there, the reason it came up is because... Uh, what's her name, Breach? Haley Stanfield? Is that her name? Josh Allen's girlfriend? Josh Allen's girlfriend was the star of that show, along with Matt Damon and um, uh, Jeff Bridges and Josh Brolin. Fantastic movie, uh, but you like the original. Okay. I didn't know I that Scarface was a remake. I usually hate remakes, by the way. I didn't know Scarface was a remake. Well, technically it's not. How so? Well, Scarface, the original, wasn't about the the drugs in Miami. Well, that's the whole point of a remake, is you make it like like Top Gun uh, is a remake. Or okay. was it a sequel? Top Gun was a sequel. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> My God, Brenton. Oh, boy. Brenton. I just sequel? wanted to bring up that if you wanted to watch the new Top Gun Maverick, you could watch it on Paramount Plus. A mountain of entertainment. It's a great, it's a great movie. It is a great movie. I wish Pete's favorite remake is The Longest Yard. No, I didn't like the, the longest yard. Second longest yard was it couldn't come, couldn't touch the first. Yeah, one. that's a problem. Are you mad because Peter King was in it and not you? Oh, uh, oh, like no. then I'd get the twenty-five cent residual check he gets every couple of years. Uh, Harry provided a list here. Reservoir Dogs is apparently a remake as well. So I mean, I'll throw that out there. I love Reservoir. Oh, that was a good Ocean's one. Eleven. No, oh, that's a good one too. You can't. Yeah, you like don't want to watch 11? the original with Sammy Davis and and. Uh, yeah, uh, the chairman yeah, okay. of the board. Right, keep going. What other ones you got? Breach, what else you got? I got one for Pete. How about I know you're a big Lindsay Lohan fan. How about the parent trap? No, uh, the parent trap's no, great. They, they were terrible to be both of them were terrible to be the first <laughs> one was terrible and the second one was terrible. What about you've seen them both? That's the best part. He's seen what about, parent what about trap. Yeah. You seen Oh, I've actually seen, seen both stars stars, both of the uh, stars born and um the second one was okay. I guess. What about what about this? Angela Lansbury was in the first one, the Manchurian Candidate. Ooh, I think Denzel was in the second one with um, who's the voiceover guy, the Canadian guy that's really good. Did they were meet? they were both good. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard. I don't know if this if the remake was better. Didn't they, didn't they remake um, recently? And there's no way it could be better with uh, Red Dawn. Maybe I saw a preview yeah. for for an action movie with Ryan Gosling. It's like, oh, this looks interesting. And you know what it is? It's a remake of the television show with your favorite actor, Lee Majors, The Fall Guy. I don't remember The Fall Guy. The Fall Guy, he was a stuntman in L.A. And in his spare time, he would be like a bounty hunter. And I think Ryan Gosling uh, and Lee Majors. Most of the remakes are, like, aren't in my, I mean, aren't all the Marvels, re, aren't all Batman's remakes technically? Superman. Superman. Batman. The Superman movies are terrible. The Batman movies, like, I mean, if with the, I mean, I guess the first Batman with Michael Keaton would be the original, right? I mean, unless you want to count Adam West. Well, that you got to count it. It yeah. was there. Adam it West was, was the original. But was that a movie yeah. or just a show? You're they, actually, they actually made a movie. It was a TV. They did, they they a movie, right? they did the TV show and they made a really terrible movie afterwards. At some point and during the, the movie, had all four villains. It had the Riddler, uh, the Joker, and you know who played the Joker? 
Rocky's trainer. Oh yeah, Meredith Burgess. Burgess. Meredith. That's yeah, right. but but in the in the in the TV series, the Riddler was Frank Gorshin, who was a comedian. He was outstanding as the Riddler. Yeah, Joker yeah. was a uh, Cesar Romero. Yes, yes, That's right. And then Breach said uh, we got uh, Meredith Burgess, Burgess as Meredith. as the Penguin. Burgess as Meredith Penguin. As Penguin. As Penguin. Yeah. Who's Penguin. the other villain? Breach. Catwoman. Oh, that was that was, was Eartha Kitt. Yeah, no, no, I think. Yeah, I it think was it was Eartha, the original one was Eartha Kitt, wasn't it? Batwoman or whatever her title was was also famous. So you're right, Eartha Kitt was Catwoman was, was I think was Eartha Kitt the original one. You're right, you're right. Burt Ward was Robin. Burt Ward, <laughs> Ward yeah, was, tight little bridges. It was the whole entire cast. This <laughs> I kid me, I was a Batman fanatic when I was a kid. I loved it. And I Harry, Harry says that Cesar Romero painted over his mustache. It was his like a white little fuzzy thing when you see him up close because he didn't want to shave it off to play the Joker. Good call, Harry. Yeah, I love I, I love Batman back then, and and the remakes I just not. well there was no other sort of action hero shows to watch. What else was there back then? You don't remember Ultraman? I don't remember Ultraman. What about Zorro? <laughs> Zorro was awesome. Uh, Antonio oh, Banderas. We are peppering our, our 18 to 35 year old demographic with some high. But, you know content. what? If you guys, if the 18 to 35 demographic actually goes back and rewatches some of them, they'll see how bad they were when I go back and rewatch them because the, they were so bad. The yeah, shows back no, in those days were awful. Not great. Uh, two more that I'll throw out there just because we they're on the list that Harry passed along too. And I I would be remiss by now. I've never seen 12 Monkeys. I've heard 12 Monkeys is great. I didn't um, love it, but I haven't seen it in 25 years. Yeah, it was. Um, it was but that's with us. Uh, what's his name? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was okay. Oh wait, is Zodiac? Is that the one with um? Zodiac Hall's... was a good. Zodiac was good. Gyllenhaal is good. New... Isn't that with uh Jake Gyllenhaal? Right. Yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, it was a good one. 20 years ago, however, 15 years ago when it came out. Uh, but then the the two that stood out to me on this list that I mean I I love Heat. I didn't realize it was a remake. Heat's Re awesome. remake. Yeah, it was. Good. Um, and then uh. Got a lot of commenters mentioning Kate Beer. Kate Beer's a great Beer. call. The Both Departed, the Departed apparently a remake. Do you remember what the original Kate Beer villain, Pete? No. Who was Robert it? Mitchum, I think? Yes. Who what'd you say, uh Brinson? Who who was what was the, a remake? The Departed. I didn't realize the Departed was a remake. Oh, the Departed. I didn't either. Really um, good movie. That might be one of the best. That might be one of the best remakes. It was based on internal affairs from 2002. I mean, I, the departed is great. It's a great movie. Yeah, I love it. Affairs with Richard Gere. Eternal Affairs was with Richard Gere, I think. Yeah, that movie wasn't bad. 2002 Pelican was earlier than that. If that's the same movie. Anyway. Uh, yeah. There's a 1990 Internal Affairs. That's as well. the one with Richard Gere. That I think. Yeah, I that's think. with Richard Gere. Yeah. So right off the heels of his uh of his big oh, uh, American gigolo breakout. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. It's it's uh Infernal Affairs. Okay. That sounds like something you get it behind the curtain of the video store. <laughs> a two thousand. <laughs> I, I was like, if I, I click on the wrong thing here, uh, that's a two thousand two Hong Kong action thriller co-directed by oh. Andy Lau and there Alan Mack. Um, okay. Yeah, they remade American Gigolo too. By the way, oh, one more before we go, and Pete, you'll appreciate this. Do you like the updated version of Godzilla or the sixties versions of the fifty versions that came out of Japan Godzilla, which are so They're terrible? All. They were all. They were so they're they're fun to watch for five minutes just to go back and be like, oh my god, people actually spend a lot of time making these movies. The new Godzilla stink too from the all the of them. Yeah. Well, nobody right. makes original movies anymore. Go back and look at all the all the sequels and remakes and cartoons and comics and everything else. You know, the, that's why when you go see Oppenheimer, it's, it's it makes you think. It was great.
Great movie. I, I haven't seen it yet. I want to watch it. Uh, Real little long. A little long. But it was a little long. It's four hours. Three. Was it? No, it was, was three. It three? Yeah. Oh, it's three full yeah. hours. Okay. And it was like, okay, you could cut out about 20 four minutes. Four hours? I can watch the Smurfs movie three times three in four three. hours. It was three hours. It was three hours. Do that Avengers uh, Endgame was... Um, in game, it was three hours too. It was like it was, I was in the theater for that one. It's like, all right, like I love this, I love the Avengers, but this is forty five minutes too long. And and the the new movie cup, the Killers of the Flower Moon, that's about the the reservation, the Indian reservation. Great and book by David. It's a great Grand book. 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 I read it. I read it. Really? It, yeah, it, I, I love reading true books. Have you it's, have you have you read any of his other stuff? Who who wrote that book? David Grand. He wrote um, um the Lost City of Z, which they turned into a movie too. Uh, but it's about. It's it's a really good book. We're checking out. All yeah, right, we gotta move this, on. this one's gonna be good, but the movie's three and a half hours. I'm not going. To, I'll wait till it comes out on Apple. Yeah, for real. Uh, all right, we're gonna stick around upstate New York. Talk about the Buffalo Bills. Let's do it's it. All from ten to fifth, or fi excuse me, from fifth to tenth in your power rankings, Pete. Uh, much more concerning for the said Buffalo Bills is where they rank in the NFL standings because. They are currently the 10th seed. They're 10th in your power rankings, and they're the 10th seed in the AFC. What I know you talked about the play calling and wanting to go up tempo. I mean, is Josh Allen just pressing too much? What what this team this team feels broken. Okay. Let's go, let's go to the mistakes last night. Ready? First one, Gabe Davis hit him in the hands. That's not that's on not, Josh. That's Allen. not Ken Dorsey's fault. The second, the second. Interception was a terrible play by Josh Allen. Okay. Awful. Awful. The handoff, we don't know who was at fault for that. Josh Allen threw the ball at his, at his knees. Allen. I don't know. Unless it slipped out of his hand or something. Well, that's still Josh uh, Allen's fault. And then the cook fumble to start the game doesn't get you going. But no. no Ken Dorsey's not at fault for those plays. What Ken Dorsey was at fault for was the way they played. Or maybe McDermott's at fault for him. And here's yeah. why. They thought they'd have a really good defense, and they did, and they would have, and it would have been special. You lose your best run stuffer, you lose your best linebacker, you lose your best corner, and you were down your safety and your second best corner last night. You add all that up, you can't play the same kind of defense, and so you got to change what you do on offense, and they didn't. You saw it last week. There were little hints coming from Josh Allen that he was not happy with the way they were plays were being called. So I'm sure – he might have had as much to do with this as as Sean McDermott. Did. Let me ask you, and I, so let me let me get you on record first. Do you think Ken Dorsey should have been fired after that game? Yes. So let me ask you this because I looked it up because I was sort of curious because we've been talking about it, and when you see it with your eyes, it feels like the offense isn't clicking. But according to True Media, the Bills are fourth in the NFL after last night's doo doo burger. Fourth in the NFL in points per game, third in the NFL in touchdowns per drive. They're scoring a touchdown on thirty percent of their drives. They're uh, seventh in the NFL in scoring at all per drive, touchdown or field goal, 41% of the time. Third in red zone efficiency, 70% of the time. So where's the where's the problem? They're not playing the right style. And, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the resident Bengals fan. Okay. Mm. Last week on the opening drive, the Bills played free, loose, didn't run on first down, went right down the field and scored. And then they changed the next three possessions. As a Bengal fan, you probably sat there and said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 I don't blame this on Ken Dorsey, though. Not last night. It didn't feel like 
I felt like they looked better offensively from if I'm the offensive coordinator, if I'm judging Ken Dorsey, I felt like he called a much better game last night than he did against the Bengals. Because like Wilson's saying, it's not his fault. They turned the ball over four times. Just like you're saying, you can't blame J Josh Allen for half those turnovers. You cannot blame Ken Dorsey. This team had 11 possessions last night. They only punted three times. So what the hell happened in the eight other ones? Well, uh, four turnovers that weren't his fault and just and scores. So it's just, I, I have a hard time blaming Ken Dorsey. 200 yards a game in any game ever. It shouldn't be that way. Well, let me ask you one other question I had, because during the game, you know, you mentioned James Cook fumbled in the first play. We didn't see him again until basically the third quarter. I feel like, I don't know. I'm just guessing that feels like something McDermott probably had more say over than Dorsey. Yeah. yeah. Because we saw on the sidelines that James went to talk to him in the second quarter. If you put him out there after everyone makes mistakes, you don't pull Josh Allen after every, every interception. James played incredibly well when he was, was out a, there. I hate when coaches pull a guy when he fumbles. Now, if he fumbles two or three times, that's a different issue. But he fumbled what if he catches the second fumble? The game. But here, let's go to McDermott now. Ready? Because he's yeah. ultimately responsible for how they call a game. Uh, deep down, I'm, 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 he's probably influencing it. Oh, and 100%. let's go to the end of the game. Cover zero blitz. I like they it. Got you, knock the first time. Of, you knock him out of field goal range. Yeah. He's out of field goal range. It worked. Why would you run it again? Why would you come right back and run it again and leave all that? If that was a good throw, it's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. It should have been a touchdown. They get a pass interference, questionable pass interference, but they get it. Then, then you come back and you get 12 men on the field. So he bots that. He bots the cover zero running it twice. And, and oh, by the way, he allowed Sean Payton to get away with one because what the hell were they doing? You know what's funny? Musso and BMAC hated that play. I, I want to see what here Breach says, because Breach is the special teams correspondent. And I appreciate the fact, because we see this a lot of times, that the, the kicker's over there drinking Kool-Aid and the, the holder's not paying attention. Those guys are lined up, ready to go. Russ ran around. I was like, what's going on? He handed the ball right to the official. He had 10 seconds to kick, Will Lutz did. When he, he was set and there was 10 seconds on the clock, he just missed it. I'm okay with that. What would you think, Breach? Well, I'll just say that they did it at the end of the first half. They did the exact same thing. They ran their Mayday field goal, worked to perfection. So I think Sean Payton felt completely comfortable doing it again. And I know that there was a lot of chatter, at least on Twitter, that, hey, why don't you just spike the ball there on third down so your, your kicking team has, yes. uh, can be comfortable yes. going out there. But if you spike the ball, so Wilson yells it like, ball. run what? a play. You know you you take a snap and throw it as high as you possibly it's can. <laughs> and okay, so you run say five extra seconds off right. the clock. I thought the more interesting decision, not the made a field goal, was just kneeling it all three times and costing your kicker six yards because he had already missed an extra point in the game. And moving from 35 to 41 is a substantial jump, especially when you're playing in windy Buffalo in a situation where he your holders struggled with a snap, your kicker's already missed a kick. And there's a huge percentage change when you jump from that distance well, from 35 the to 41. Well, equation you're leaving out with the Mayday field goal. <laughs> if, if there's an illegal procedure penalty, there's a 10-second runoff. The game's yeah. over. If somebody moved on that line or wasn't set, there's a 10-second runoff because they didn't stop the clock. If they throw the ball into the crowd there's a, and there's an illegal procedure penalty, there's not a 10-second They run. were all set. But, but I think John It doesn't matter. You don't put yourself in that position. It was stupidity by Sean in that situation. If he had to do it all over again, he'd listen to my advice and, and say, I should have threw it into the crowd, and then I'll take my chances. Because, again, we've seen kicks line up. And, and guys flinch or move or whatever. If they flinched or move, the game's over. You don't even get to kick it.
But what then if, if you do throw in the crowd, Frisco, if you throw the ball in the crowd, though, you stop the clock. The Bills probably get, if they fair catch the kickoff, probably get the ball with about 15 seconds left at the 25-yard line. They have a kicker with a 60-yard range, and you lose if the Bills make a field goal. So the Bills would only need 30 yards to give Tyler Bass a chance to win it. It would yep. have been 15. It would have been, what What they? What'd that play start with, 19? No. 22 was no, when yeah, Russell. 24, 24 is official when Russell and by the way, Pete, if your answer is well, your defense should be able to stop them. Ask the Bills about 13 seconds, and that's enough time for a team to. I do out. agree with Pete, though. I agree with Pete that the the Bills penalty bailed out a couple questionable decisions by Peyton. There I actually loved it. I don't have a dog in that fight. I loved the aggressiveness because it just felt like he's like, all right, I'm going to trust Will Lutz. You missed it, but there's 12 guys on the field. I I didn't hate the. Well, you didn't need to have the 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 scramble kick the way it was. It just didn't need. But to he was scrambling. Way. He had 10 but seconds. If you, okay. If he had a if he had a flinch on the line, is the game over? Yeah, and no. twelve men on the field, the game isn't over. It is over. No, because there was there was more than ten seconds left, so the ten second runoff wouldn't have ended the game. It would have ended the game. No, because there was more than ten seconds. When he was uh, when the kick went through, he was it was like two seconds or something. Yeah, it was down. He didn't get it off with 10, yeah. The official game clock. The official game clock says uh, the official game log says seven seconds when he missed the kick, and then four seconds when he made the kick. So it would have had a ten second runoff. Yeah, if he did, yeah. they flinched at the end. He flinched earlier in the snap, but they didn't flinch. Did flinch. Why put yourself in a position of risking that? They didn't want to give Josh Allen the ball back. The other thing you could do is you could you could run a fake knee and have Russ bootleg out and then throw it into the throw it throw it out of bounds. A Bailey Zappy. Oh, I, th I thought you meant a, a no, 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 no. The game. <laughs> a fake you spike. Burned, you could have burned. You could have thrown it high into the air until the ball comes down. In, in the well, here's the other other part of this conversation. The Bills had no business being in that position to start with. They should have won that football game easily. So we're talking about a reason that the Broncos beat a, a Bills team that is reeling, that has the same record as the Raiders. And Pete, I'll ask you, what are the chances the Bills make the playoffs right now? Not very good. Not with that. Uh, hey, by the way, I, I just looked at the odds. Would you like to know what the odds are? Would I think like I know what guess? they are. Ask Pete over under. The, uh, make up a number, Brinson, and ask him over under. Uh, minus one fifty to miss the playoffs over or under. Oh, it's more than that. Yeah, they, their schedule's brutal. Minus two fifty to miss. Yeah. The, to miss the playoffs. Look at the schedule. Read that schedule going I'm forward. Look at all DraftKings here. It's uh, yes, make the playoffs plus two hundred. No, make the playoffs uh, minus two fifty. So I mean, very clearly, uh, you know, like not like not their favorite to make the playoffs. Here's their schedule. Versus the Jets, who've had Josh Allen's number this coming right. week. Crypto, they're kryptonite to him. <laughs> at the Eagles. They're going to lose that. I would they're bye week in week 13. At the Chiefs coming out of the bye. Versus the Cowboys. At the Chargers. Versus the Patriots. At the Dolphins. The Yikes. three wins. The three, three and a half is the over-under, Pete. How many games do they win? This, this The way they're playing right now? Yeah. They win three. Yeah, so under. And by the way. Eight and nine. You Woo. said you want to. You said you you're fine with Joe uh, Ken Dorsey getting the boot. Is Joe Brady the guy you want calling plays after his debacle no. in Carolina? No, no. Okay. All right, but Pete. Let me ask you a question. He's never called plays with a quarterback either. Yeah, I guess we'll find out though. All right, yeah, Joe we'll Burrow called plays. He was pretty good when he had Joe Burrow at LSU. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> we're looking at the schedule. You just kind of predicted eight and nine here. If you were the Bills, you have been a Super Bowl contender, really. The last three years, if you miss the playoffs because you finish eight and nine, do you blow the thing up and start? Do you fire Sean McDermott? Do you start over from scratch? What do you do if you're Buffalo? And he and um he and Brandon Bean got that uh got that uh, uh what, what would you call it? the contract extension this offseason where it's like like the vote of confidence contract extension. I I think they start all over with the really? quarterback. Why? With you're, the quarterback. you're overreacting. 
Well, okay, let's look at how the roster is constructed right now. Ready? The two safeties are they're 42 older. and 53 years old. They're older. <laughs> they're older. Um, like they're good players. Go they're coming there. to the end. Um, Jadavius White's coming off an Achilles tendon. After they an blew the tire Elam pick. Yeah. Uh, Matt Milano will be back, and I think Bernard's going to be good. They'll be fine there. Defensive line, Russo and Epinesa, they're good players. They're not great players. Von Miller's a shell of himself. He's older. Did, did you see Von Miller at all last night? No. Seriously. Before the game, I was hugging. And I love Von Miller. He's a Hall of Famer, but he's a shell of himself. So they have issues there. Offensively, if they do just make a change, Diggs is going out the door. He's not happy. Gabe He's Davis is a free agent, and he hasn't lived up to it. There you go. Trayvon, the man, 14. Got a, you know what? 14 would want to get out of everywhere if he didn't get the ball. If he got eight catches for 190 yards and two touchdowns and he lost, he's a receiver who would probably be happy. Ooh. Pete throwing flames. Well, that's the way receivers and, and, are in this league. Every receiver I've ever been around in this league. So that's great what you ones, want. The bad ones, yeah, all of them. They all want, want the ball. It's more so, so why are we firing Sean McDermott again? I just think they're going to go in an offensive direction. I, when, I, I, when would, would I fire him? No. Okay. But I'd make sure he hired the right damn offensive coordinator. I can tell you that. Well, is, I'm sure that Josh Allen had the vote of the thumbs up for Ken Dorsey, right? You know, I mean, did he? Okay. Is, is Sometimes Brandon, you have a thumbs up with somebody you want to work with, and then you work with him, you find out, eh. Is Brandon Bean making the next hire if Sean McDermott gets fired? Usually get two. Yeah, but remember, Big Dermot was there before Bean. I know. Doug, Wh so Doug Whaley got it. canned. I don't know if they'll fire McDermott. And I don't it know if they crazy. should fire him. I don't think you should fire him. But you got to get that offense straightened out. Yeah. Quit throwing interceptions, man. Quit fumbling the ball. Look, <laughs> part of Josh <laughs> Allen being who he is is throwing interceptions. Well, it's then you have to, to give happen. leeway to the offensive coordinator if that's and the I'm going to give you someone else. We highlight this on Spotlight later this afternoon. There are two plays that highlight Josh Allen good and bad. One being the in interception at the end of the half. He yeah. had the check down to Cook. He could have thrown it. He could have made that play, got eight yards, went to the half, and got home. Instead, he turns it over and they get a field goal. Later in the game, remember when he hit Davis in the middle of the field for about a 30-something yard play in the third quarter? Got pressured. If he steps up and stays there, he can hit. He can hit 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 a, a shot, but he's got Cook for a little dump off. Well, he doesn't take it. He flo he flows to his left and fires a bullet down the field that only two people or three people on the planet can throw that ball, and it's a thirty yard completion. Off they go. That's the good, the bad with Josh Allen. You have to deal with that if you're going to play offensive football with Josh Allen. There's going to be good and there's going to be get bad, just like there was with Brett Favre. Brett Here's Favre. The thing, anybody you have to if, live with the good and the bad if sean mcdermott or ken dorsey came out and said that they would run their ass out on a rail so what it which what we can't have both ways and brady told you this on hq earlier today cj stroud's in game 10 he's not acting like a crazy person out there <laughs> it, it's look give him let it let the body work play out okay, okay. All right. let it play out it was great last CJ Stroud was great. Hey, didn't last you week. put Will Levis in the Hall of Fame after one game? <laughs> oh, yes, that way, was you. They counted, up, they counted it up the other day. I saw this. The Titans, somebody counted it up 37 times. He got hit. I watched yeah, him yesterday. Yeah. He got he he's he must have been a terrible person in his previous life because he's getting his butt kicked. Hey, real quick, Pete. Uh, Broncos 
I have the Vikings, Browns, Texans, Chargers, Lions, Patriots, Chargers again, and the Raiders remaining on their schedule at four and five. Five Look, and a half to one to make a, to make the playoffs. Any chance they make a run? A number twenty-two team in newer power no. rankings. Play a pretty good defense. Beat the Chiefs no, and the Bills back to back. That is true. But the one thing you can say is Sean Payton's kind of fixed Russell Wilson. Yeah. Well, he's he's made Russ better than last year, but Russ isn't back to where he was, right? No. But how yeah. about Russ admitting to Troy Aikman that he lost fifteen pounds? Well, he. Yeah. That, was, that was a story. What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, that means he didn't. So he wasn't taking care of himself last year. He is a little he was fat little last year. Unintended. He was full of himself. <laughs> Broncos ten percent chance to make the playoffs according to uh, the upshot. The Buffalo Bills nineteen percent chance to make the playoffs. So I don't know if you're getting five and a half to one. I take the Broncos over the Bills at this point, especially with that tiebreaker head to head. Okay, nice. By the way. Largest upset, one of the largest upset wins of Russell Wilson's career last night. Let's take a break. And when we come back, more power rankings plus path to the playoffs. Ooh, a lot of peas with Pete Prisco. Stick around next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right. Welcome back to the Power Ranking Show here on the Pick 6 Podcast with Pete Prisco. <laughs> force for somebody to get me a windscreen. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Time of the season where we start thinking about the playoffs. Playoff. Uh, oh man, I love the playoff simulator. Playoffs? I love playoffs. playoffs. Who's in? Who's out? Who's going to get home playoff games? Let's look at teams' path to the playoffs using the power rankings as a predictor. Your biggest riser this week, Pete, is the Cleveland Browns, who jumped six spots all the way to the top. In currently Ooh. sitting at number seven, the Browns have beaten good teams. They've looked awful on offense at times, but Deshaun Watson's starting to play better. If your rankings hold up, they'll definitely make the playoffs. Do you believe the Browns make the playoffs? Yes, and I picked them to make the playoffs before the season. I thought that team had tons of talent on the roster. It was all about Deshaun Watson. What he did at the end of that game last week was impressive. Got to give it to him. And, and I think, like I mentioned in the power rankings, Stefanski's done a great job keeping that team together. So, yeah, I do think they make the postseason. I think you'll get uh, three teams out of that conference. Uh, the the odds, Wilson, according to the upshot of the Browns make the playoffs, 84%. And uh, uh, over on DraftKings, yes, makes the playoffs, minus 320. So for Three teams? No, for the Browns. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you guys this. Both tackles are hurt. Denzel Ward got banged up, it looks like, on Sunday. Any concern about just losing bodies at this point? Because that's all the excuses we're making for the Bills. Like everyone on the defense is hurt, that's so we're going to give them a break. 
Yeah, but they're not season endings. The the one I mean, the one tackle is, but the other one's not. So I, I think they'll be okay. Okay, that's a good team. And it's I all I, about Deshaun Watson playing better than he's played, and he started to show that a little bit again on, on Sunday. I mean, especially on that game-winning field goal drive where he had, I think, a second and nineteen. He made through a seventeen-yard laser to Amari Cooper. Uh, that kept that drive alive. Eventually, obviously, they went down and got that field goal. Prisco, let me ask you this though: Look, you think the the Browns can make the playoffs? Let's let's add some spice to that. Can the Browns win the AFC North? Yes. Yeah, they can. So. Yes, they can. Absolutely. They you, can. you think they will? Well, I mean, the Steelers game this week is pretty darn big, isn't it? <laughs> Who would have thought that? Stop. Look, at, look at Ryan Wilson just waving us off. Every time we talk about the Steelers. Well, here's the thing. Brinson, and, you know, he says a lot of – he repeats a lot of things, but he's not wrong when he says the Steelers are the magic beans. And we can talk about this in a second. How is this team winning football games? Mike Tomlin. Steelers are a house of cards. They really are. But they're, they're super glued together right now. Like they, you gotta, well, Their schedule isn't brutal either, if I'm not no. mistaken. But they lose to bad teams and they beat good. It's the wildest thing. And, by the way, I, I said this to, to Brinson and Breach earlier. What if I told you in August that Ken Dorsey gets fired before Matt Canada and there's no criminal intent involved? Would you believe me? <laughs> yeah, no. I would have thought that was absolutely a surprise. Uh, here's Here the Steelers are. schedule coming up at the Browns this week. Huge game at the Bengals. Um, so so I think the next the, two weeks will decide whether they win the division. Yeah. Uh, versus the Cardinals, versus the Patriots, at the Colts, versus the Bengals, at the Seahawks, at the Ravens. So... Yeah, it's not easy. Not easy. Yes, sixty-one percent chance the Steelers make the playoffs according to the Upshot. Ravens are at eighty-nine percent. The Bengals all the way down at forty-four percent. Well, I, I mean, one reason that's so low, and the Steelers are, are a good example of this. If the Steelers just split with the Bengals, they don't have to sweep them. If they just split with them, they're going to win almost any tiebreaker with right. the Bengals. You're already one game ahead. The split. You know, the Bengals have to pick up a game somewhere else. And the Bengals are 1-4 in the AFC. They're 0-2 in the division. The Steelers are 2-0 in the division. What? And that is what is going to kill the Bengals. It's just that the, the tiebreakers, every tiebreaker is Bengals working against them. Right almost now. on the line this week. But they're better They're better shaped than the Bills. Like, I don't even think it's close. Right. But, uh, but by the way, the Bengals, Bengals are minus 135. To make the playoffs, oh, there, yeah, DraftKings yeah. and you, the Steelers are minus one. The Bengals season could be on the line this week. Yeah, I think so. I think this is a very important game, <laughs> but I mean, if that they, means that means Breach knows it's do or die this week. Okay. No, because I, after this game, I think they will be favored in every game until Week 17 against the Chiefs. And if are you win all those, games, Jacksonville on a, a Monday yeah, night, they're going to be favored in Jackson. They'll they be favored. Probably in Jacksonville. Pretty close. I think six they and a half point. They're six and a half point favorites against the Texans and lost outright. So I don't know what to tell you. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying they can't lose, if, but I'm just saying that if they do win the games they're supposed to win, I think Jackson uh, will be favored in that game. They'll be in good shape, point or two or something. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a pick them or Jacksonville minus one or something like that. Well, they played one of the worst games of the weekend. I mean, they're I mean, a lot we'll of see. Their their offense is broken. All right. Hey, speaking of the Jaguars, they got obliterated. Oh boy, <laughs> all the seven spots. Or your biggest faller. I only fell down to number 10. What? Yeah. Well, where are they falling? Three. Pete Adam at number three. The team they below got... them is better than they are. They beat them. What? You, yeah, here's, they also, also lost to Carolina three weeks ago. Here's your blurb for the for the Jaguars. They have major concerns now for the offense. Trevor Lawrence hasn't been the same guy. Can he snap out of it? What's going on? What's the deal with the Jaguars offense? 
the offense hasn't played well the entire season. Even when they scored 30 points, they weren't playing well. It's <laughs> it's on. it's a bad offensive system for him. And that's my my personal take on it. And I've said it many a time. I say it on their air all the time on Monday nights. Bubble screen, bubble screen, bubble screen, bubble screen, bubble screen. Let's throw another bubble screen. Hey, we'll run it. We'll work it end around in. Now a bubble screen, bubble screen, screen to the back. <laughs> they don't throw the ball down the field. It's awful. They are last in the league in pass attempts 20 yards or more. And that guy has a cannon. And so what's happened is, and the 49ers said it last week. You saw Nick Bosa's comment. He said, you know, Kyle Shanahan said, take away the first three, take away all those little bubble screens and make a play quarterback because they don't do it. They don't do it. And I think it's a disservice to him. The way they're playing football is a disservice to their quarterback. And I think they need to start driving the ball down the field. And they just don't. They won't. And he's been sped up and he's staying on his first read too long. This is not the same guy you saw at the end of last year. It's just not. So, and Pete, quickly, uh, the Jaguars are 26 in the league, and 26 worse. I mean, I mean, they're doing terribly in terms of turnover per drive. They're among the worst in term, terms oh, of turnover. Oh, hey, breaking news. Wait, is this breaking news? <laughs> they're near the bottom of the league in red zone efficiency. Like, they're not getting anything done. Pay, plays per drive, they're near the bottom of the league. They're only running five, five and a quarter plays per drive, where – the Eagles are running a play more per drive. They're the top team in the league. So unlike the Bills offensively, the numbers bear out what you're saying with the Jaguars. But they don't throw the they do not throw the ball down the field. Ridley can run, doesn't get open. Don't I don't they don't use a lot of motion. They don't use a lot of picks and rubs. They don't do any of that stuff. They run bubble screens the whole game. It's awful. And until they start, you. well, I mean, they, they you know what the 49ers did? They defended them in a phone booth. They they knew they weren't going to go down the field. It was easy. They took away all the stuff, the quick throws, and and nobody scared them down the field. Pete, I don't want to do this to your Jags, uh, but I am one hundred percent pro Texans. I think Houston is going to win the AFC South, and I, I don't do care know, that. By the way, you, I think that, that was going to ask you. Do you think Houston's going to run Jacksonville down? Look at and their win schedule. The division? Look at their schedule. Compare the two schedules. The Texans uh, play Arizona this week, and I think they have Denver at home in a couple weeks. Houston right, has Jags. the easiest remaining strength of schedule of any team in the AFC. The Jags are plus, minus 225 to win the division. Texans plus 275. Oh, you my like God. Who's plus 275? I'm betting that well, right here, now. Here's the other thing, though. It'll all come down to that, that game in two weeks. If, if Jacksonville can go in and win, the division's basically theirs. Because they'll have a what a, a two game lead in division and have split with them, but they have bad history with the Texans. You saw it earlier this year. Even when they were the better team, when they've been the better team, they've had a terrible history with the Texans. So, to answer your question, I would say my lean would be to the Texans to win that division. And, and to Persco's point about the schedule uh, after this week's game against the Titans, Jacksonville's next four games after that are at Houston against the Bengals. At Cleveland against the Ravens, mm. and then it gets really soft, though. If you get right, yeah, yeah, they end with uh, Tampa, Tampa Carolina, and Tennessee. Yeah, so so they gotta somehow navigate through the get one of those AFC North games, or or maybe even two of them. Hey, uh, Pete, uh, we talked to Will Anderson today for the the draft pod, nice. and he said that. CJ, not surprisingly, but I think he's right. I want to get Brinson to look these numbers up. CJ is his – he'd vote for CJ for MVP right now. 
What are do you have his odds, Brunson? Like, what are CJ's he's MVP? Forty to one. When we talked about it on Sunday night. Oh yeah, we did talk about that. Is he? Do you, um, you want to apologize to Danny Cannell? He's he's down. He went. By the way, since we talked about that, I'm not saying we moved it. I think I think a lot of people have talked about this in the last two days. But like twenty five to one to win now MVP. So Pete, do you want to apologize to Danny Cannell when he said that CJ's a top ten quarterback? Well, he's playing like it. Oh, so you? That's an apology, Danny. Take it. No, <laughs> say I, Pete like Pisco, it. would like to apologize to Danny Cannell. Would you like to apologize to the draft cult for pumping up uh, the five foot nine quarterback instead of pumping up the CJ? You know what? It's funny you say that because when you were making excuses for Trevor Lawrence, I was going to say, can you please make those same excuses for Bryce Young, but you won't do it? No, Trevor Lawrence is playing bad. I I'll be the first one to admit okay. he's playing. All right. I if I were a Jaguar guy in that organization, I'd be a little concerned. Oh, stop it. He's fine. You got to get the, you just said you got to get the offense to, to work with the he's, quarterback. He's not, he's not the, He's not in the Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning. Like, That's okay, like, but you can have an offense. Is he Herbert? Well, Herbert hasn't exactly been setting the world on fire either. Hey, so he lit it on fire the other day. Yeah, for thirty for thirty minutes. But yeah, but but that's the thing. He, you you can watch the Chargers. And you can see these throws go down the field. You go, oh my god, he just ripped it forty right to Keenan Allen. And Keenan Allen's not fast. No, he's, he's good, but he's not fast. Right. Jacksonville should be doing the same thing. They don't. Her, I mean, uh, Trevor's fine. You just gotta, you gotta give him someone. You gotta work with what you got. I don't know if they're doing that, like you said. They got beat up physically the other day too. Yeah, Chase Young apparently is pretty good. I heard. <laughs> uh, I have a question okay. for Brenton. Brenton. What was yes. the breaking news you had? That you I know, just, what was that? I mean, what was you that? You can't leave us hanging. You can't just bust uh, so in. You know what it was? He got fooled. Stop talking. Yeah, yeah, it was a fake. It was a fake. It was a fake. I got fooled. Stop for a fake quote. Classic. I didn't say that. What were you going to say, though? Because it, it had to be pretty good to be. I can't believe Brinson got got. It was some, it was some uh, NC State news, Pete. I'm Brinson, sure. Brinson, you've been on Twitter for 15 years. You can't get got anymore. It was a Dabo Sweeney thing. I'm sorry. I got got. I got got. God, that's embarrassing. What, that he was, that, going, was, that he was getting fired? He was going to A&M or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Look at you. Look at you. You turned red. I got got. I got got. It wasn't even NFL news. That's the best part. <laughs> no, I know, right? It Fish is hockey. coming to Raleigh tomorrow. It's just hiring Ken Dorsey. Speaking of A&M, real quick, when um, Jimbo got hired, my good buddy Matt Hayes said sent out a tweet. Somebody sent this to me the other day. Sent out a tweet saying, "This will be like Urban going to Ohio State. It's a great hire." I'm a, and I said, "Will it?" <laughs> On the bottom, somebody sent it to me because I never thought he was a good coach. Well, he got seventy six million out of it. Oh no, this oh, is kind of fun. This man. is this is kind of this is kind of funny college football related news. And then we'll get to NFC North because Pete's got to go. But Jamie Chadwell, who's the uh, Liberty head coach, yeah. Did you see this tweet he sent? He's like, mm -mm. see everybody uh, at the coach's show tomorrow, but he forgot to turn off location services. It says Stark, Starksville, Mississippi. <laughs> He's down there interviewing for the Mississippi State job, like in the middle of the week, and like forgot to and tweeted, forgot to turn off location services. Great. Why, yeah, why are the location <laughs> services on in the first place? Exactly. All right. NFC North. The Lions are a top three team in the league. Not surprising. Lions are great. They're my midseason Super well, the Bowl. The defense wasn't very good the other oh, day. That's, that's going to be a little bit of a concern. Say something nice about the Lions before you go dunking on Oh, I love Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff's okay. been fantastic. What about Dan Jared Campbell? Is he too aggressive for you? That was a stupid call. I got away with no, it. No, I loved it. Loved it. it I loved it. I loved, got away with I loved how Nance and Romo referenced Belichick going forward on fourth and two. Pete's famous. Pete went up to Belichick afterwards. Hey, jackass. 
fourth and jackass. That was yeah, my yeah. lead that day. Um, I, I remember. I, actually I remember. We. I wasn't working at CBS at the time. I don't think when he did that. I remember reading that, or maybe I was working at CBS, but I just remember reading like the headline was fourth and jackass. Yeah, it was. That's my. That's my name for that play. You can't do um, that anymore. Dan Campbell, really a bad decision. Got away with it. Which is why would you not kick the field goal? He wanted to control the clock, just like Sean Payton did. But he wasn't controlling the clock if it's an incomplete pass. He caught it. He's a positive person. He's not a, a half. Oh, a glass that was half a terrible person. decision. It was stupid. I liked it. Got away with it. it. Got away didn't with hesitate. It. Don't no. Don't think. Don't. And by the way, just, if he had kicked field goals earlier in the game, he wouldn't have needed to be in that position. Remember? Yeah, but but Pete, here's the other thing. You could say he got away with it if he kicked the field goal there, and then. Justin Herbert comes down the field and misses, you know, a Tyler Boyd type in, in a, a situation in the end zone. Well, he got it. Dan Campbell got away with that too. Just go for it and be aggressive. You're all about being aggressive. Be aggressive. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I, I thought it was a bad decision, <laughs> and he got away with uh, it. More, uh, more importantly, in your power, please, okay. he's the reverse Brandon Staley. If Staley had called that, it would have failed in his face. It would have backfired, and the Chargers would have lost. Absolutely. The but you Vikings. have a field goal kicker that would have been a forty-one yard field goal or something, wasn't it? For and Patterson hey, Will Watts missed forty. Will Watts missed a forty-one yard yeah, field goal. Okay. I, don't, yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think it was trying to like get closer. I think it was like didn't want to give the Chargers time. Right. To yeah. Didn't yeah. Want to, they were and they scored eighty points in that game. Whatever it was. Okay, but is that worth? Is that worth the risk of you giving the ball to forty thirty-five yard line? Like you're going to go down and get a field goal himself. I mean, anyway. Herbert. What Herbert was on Herbert and Keenan Allen were yeah. not. Getting, they were getting him in range. And it was a simple pitch and catch. Laporta caught it. I think it was. Yeah. Like it was, five yeah, yeah, it was yeah. And they, and they ran a simple pitch and catch. Go back and watch it. They had an hour to throw. He opened to the right. He came back to the middle. He went over there, and then Laporta cleared, and he threw it to Laporta. They, have a, they not, have a group. They had any sort of pass rush. By the way, where were Bosa and Mac? That that was a, that plays a blue. <laughs> that offensive. The line is great. They did a good job protecting. Yeah, him. it was a terrible, terrible. Pay the Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. That will. I hope he does it again because it'll backfire on. Okay. Him. Okay. Fourth and Rick's Jackass. Brother, Rick's out. brother called. Rick's brother called him when we were sitting in the green room, and I told him, "I go, he 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 blew it. He got away he with one though. Can't let him enjoy a win." No. The Vikings enjoyed a win and moved to six and four with Josh Dobbs as their quarterback, mm. and they fell a spot in your power league. What? Wait, what? what? What the hell, Pete? That doesn't make sense. Well, where are they going? <laughs> well, the Bengals are 12, and the Bengals just lost to the Texans at home in Cincinnati. Who is that? Who jumped them? Do you think do you think the Bengals do you think the Bengals are do you think the Vikings are better than the Bengals? One team is in the playoffs and one team is not. So yes. That's that's not what we're talking about. Do you think they're better than the Bengals? No, Bengals by double digits. The Bengals would be a, a ten and a half point favorite against the. No, not ten and a half, but they'd probably, probably, probably be seven, six and a half. I mean, if they're they were on a neutral field, what would the spread be? Uh, by Bengals minus four and a half. Six. Yeah, they're a better team. They're not playing like it, and you just said earlier to Brady that the and reason Buffalo the, last week. You said who's the Bengals won four of five, and they just lost on a last second field goal, Wilson. It's not like they're playing horribly. Wait a second, the Vikings won five in a row without Justin Jefferson, two and a half games without Kirk Cousins, and two games with the guy that's good defense, really good defense. Wilson, are you saying you would pick you would pick the Bengals to lose against the Vikings if they played tomorrow on neutral field by two touchdowns, breach? No, you wouldn't. So basically, you would take Josh Dobbs over Joe Burrow. Have at it, buddy. I got it. Josh Dobbs has one more good game in him, and then people figure <laughs> him out in that offense. And that's it. You give him a three-game book, and then it's you go look at what his last four games were in Arizona. They were terrible. They weren't terrible. That wasn't good. He was okay. I mean, they traded him. Look they, up, Brinson, look up Josh Dobbs' last four games in Arizona. I think two of them were under 200 yards passing. Yeah, he wasn't very mistake. good. He wasn't very good. Uh, I'll bring it up. Uh, Pete, do you, want to, do you have a second talk uh, NFC South before you get going, or do you need to go? 
What time is it? 47. I got to go. All right, so we're going to take a break. Bye, Petey. Pete, who's going to win the, the NFC South? One, one word, one we go. Saints. Okay. Okay. James. We're going to take a break when we come. Go ahead. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, Pete will be gone through the magic of internet television. Bye, Bye Pete. Pete. See you next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast Show. Breach, you want to be the blind ranker? Uh, does that mean I read to you, or does that mean you tell me uh, the we'll, rankings? Have you, we will read yeah, you, to you. Yeah, you no, I feel like Wilson has not yeah, had Wilson, to be. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wilson, yeah. the, uh, the All blind All right, good. Ranker. I was going to look at the answers. I'm glad I didn't look. I won't look. Yeah, okay. Don't look, Wilson. What, blind we were, ranker. what we were ranking here, Wilson, what you were ranking here, so we're going to do a top five. For those who don't know, the blind ranking, we Wilson, we're going to list a fan tradition that fans of an NFL team do, Wilson will then have to rank, blindly rank that thing somewhere one through five. But then if you rank it first and it ends up being like, like for instance, if I'm like great wide receivers and I give you Larry Fitzgerald and you rank him first and then I'm like Jerry Rice, your ranking stink. That's not what we're ranking, but we're doing fan traditions and we will start, Wilson, with, oh, one of my favorites. Skull. Oh. Skull. All right. I think when you get the skull going there, it's like, like the Vikings did that coming in. It's like they were like sailing in to take over somebody's like land, right? That was the, that's the whole thing. That's one thing. Let me ask a follow up though. How long have they been doing it? I feel like they've only been doing it at the new stadium. Have they been doing it forever in Minnesota? Like I'm not a huge history Minnesota Vikings skull fan. Uh, I do know that they've had that song forever, so I would say yes. Okay. Been doing it for a while. All right. I'm gonna pull a breach here. I'll put that at number three because I, I I do like it. But I feel like there's some other traditions that I might like a little more. So three, breachy and start. You know the song? Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down. They get a touchdown. I don't know the rest. All right, one. Uh, what is oh, so so what Skull is, is not a thing that Vikings did? No, it, I mean, it's, it is. it is, And then the Vikings fans made a song about it. So producer Harry notes that they, they, they've been doing it since 1961. So that's, that's pretty. There we go. I wasn't even born. There yet. it is, the fight song of the Vikings. So number never, three, I'll put it number three. I apologize for not knowing. I, I, I got to tell you, my my idea of like intimidating Vikings to sit, like intimidating Vikings clap and like chants is a lot less intimidating when you hear Breach sing that Skull Vikings fight. I think song. a lot of teams in the sixties, seventies wrote those silly songs. The Steelers have a really dumb song too. Here we go. Yeah, that, here we go. Here we. I know all the cheesy songs because yeah. the Bengals have one too. 
Uh, all right. I won't, I won't hold that against them. Number Next three. up on this list, now that we have the Vikings at number three, is the tradition of Buffalo Bills fans slamming each other through folding tables that are sometimes set on fire. Yeah, I'm waiting for producer Harry to show the video of Ken Dorsey setting himself on fire <laughs> and jumping through a table right now. <laughs> uh, so the skull, by the way, the skull chant is actually it's nice only skull. started with U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh, so I was right because I feel like I hadn't seen that before. No, but the skull song has existed for. I know, but they they started doing the clap overhead yeah. clap. Okay, all right. The chant so is a copy of the Viking war chant made famous by supporters of the Iceland national team during their run to the quarterfinals of UEFA Euros 2016. So maybe it's like maybe it's not the Vikings we're, did. What right, we're learning is Vikings are still around. Okay, I believe okay. it was made famous by Eric the Red Brinson in 950. 950. That's what I thought. All right, so I'm now doing the jumping through the table. And you know what? I've never, like, you have some other traditions that I won't mention because they may come out later, but you have the skull chant, which is sort of new. The, I don't have an issue with jumping through the table. I just feel like it's extreme. And it's something you do when it's 12 degrees outside and your team historically, they were good during the 90s with Jim Kelly, but then they had their their, their valleys. You're out there eating, you know, mac and cheese. And, uh, and, and you live on a diet of, like, fireball and, like, yeah. like, like some sort of, like, I don't like hate it, but I don't ball. love it. I'm going to put it at four. Ooh. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm fine with it, but I don't want to be like, I'm fine doing a skull chain or whatever else. I don't want to have to jump to a table to prove like, it's, I don't want to be initiated to get into the Bill's mafia. I, I mean, I do a lot of stupid stuff and like, 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 you know, like, like, in, like insane things. And I, I don't think I jumped through a table. Breach, would you jump through a table? Yes. Okay. That's very. It, I mean, it depends on the situation, but likely <laughs> situation. I, I mean, I got choke slammed on like by like at a work function one time by a professional wrestler. Yeah. So I mean, that like, true. I was sore for like a week. After Somehow that. it was imagine. actually fake and not real. You would imagine it'd it had been a real. It was great television. The guy yeah, was yeah, actually yeah. acting. All right, what's it was. It was. It was pretty crazy there. All right, next up. Ooh. If we get a one K likes on this video, Brinson will jump through a table. Uh If we get two K likes. Breach and Wilson will push Brinson to a table. <laughs> that's that's on fire. <laughs> that's on fire. Uh, now up. The Steelers fans with their terrible towels. You know what? If it's terrible towels plus Renegade, I'll go number one, but it's not. Uh, so I'll go number two. I love the terrible tower tradition. I know fans hate it, and I know that Breach can attest to fans at other stadiums hating the Steelers, the Steelers fans showing up the Yenders with their towels and waving them. Yes, that's like, that 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 Chargers game. And, that, that Sunday night game where it's just like the terrible towels everywhere. That was wow. That's Breach, I don't know if the Bengals did this, but I think the Chargers had subsequently done this in, in the games that were home for the Chargers. They would pass out white towels to sort of counteract. Didn't the bre did the breaches? Didn't the Bengals pass out towels at various points? Their own version of it. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have the, like the who day yeah. towel. Yeah, the who day. There it is. So I'll go number two. I I like it. I don't love it. I'm I'm holding out for something better. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if this one's better, but we're going to find out. What do we have? We have two, three, and four tickets. You only have one and five left. Uh, this tradition is Ooh, spicy. Eagles fans climbing light poles. Ugh. We know enough Eagles fans to be annoyed by them. Quite. Five. And climbing light poles <laughs> is way dumber than jumping to a table, by the way. It is. It is hilarious. <laughs> that like It's like game seven of the World Series. And or like or the NLCS, I guess, because Phillies didn't they lost. But um, it's like Game Seven of the NLCS, and it's like some dude who works for the city is just out there greasing up light right. poles. Like that's what are you doing? 
No one's taking the legs off of uh, picnic tables to make sure people don't jump through them. You can still jump to a picnic <laughs> right. table. Nobody's like nobody's like locking up Home Depot to make sure Bills fans can't get tables. I mean, Phillies fans. All right, so yeah, I don't get the the poll thing. All right, all right. So this is number one. So it won't not much suspense except for what it actually is. Packers fans wearing cheese heads. Oh, that is a that is a five plus. <laughs> really? <laughs> I do not. not I, I'm not a dresser upper. I know. Breach, I'm not sure about you. I know Breach is big in the Halloween, but I'm not big into dressing up for any occasion. I, I mean, I pref- I would wear a cheese head over like a jersey, I think. Oh, no way. Like, that's disrespectful to Producer Harry, who just busts out all his jerseys. If I was a Packers fan, I'd wear a cheese head. I would have a cheese head sewn to my head. That's how much I love dressing up. Yeah. All right, I it's one. I don't have a choice. Um, I actually prefer the skull to the cheese head. I would, if I were able to rank these in real time, I think cheese head might be four. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah, what would your ranking be if you could change it? No, don't ask him that. Okay. Okay. He's not allowed to change it. I got to live with it. Cheese heads it is. I'm wearing cheese heads on the next show. I think you go Terrible Towels 1. I think you go Terrible Towels 1. Five. Terrible Towels 1. Skull 2. Listen, terrible Towel literally has what it is in its name. It's terrible. <laughs> Skull terrible 2. Bills yeah. fans Three cheeseheads, four eagles, five would be your would be. Your I think that's exactly it. Yeah. I, I would actually. The, my biggest conflict would be two and three, as you label them, either the uh, skull or the the table, because I, I'm much yeah. more up on the table situation with the other options. Available. Well, I just think like two, like two of these things are like not sanctioned by the team at all. Right. <laughs> and like, the terrible, depending on where you do it, they give out the terrible towels every game when they when they swing them, or is it like no? Shows up I think you, it's now it's a merchandising thing. So it, you it's BYOT. Yes, B-Y-O-T. B-Y-O-T-T. B-Yacht. B-Yacht. All right. We're out, B-Yacht. Um, <laughs> Peace, B-Yacht. <laughs> uh, that's it for this show. Great job by Wilson, blindly ranking those items. Great job by Pete, giving us the Power Ranks breakdown. A uh, good razzing of Pete. We're starting, to, we're starting to get into the, you know, it takes 10 weeks for us to get into the rhythm here, but I, I like the show where we finally got the rhythm where we know how to properly make fun of Pete. For Wilson, for Breach. I'm Brinson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Smash that like button. We will see you guys later. <laughs>